Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia. Are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where we share with you each week some of the amazing, positive business stories happening in the great state of West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these in-depth stories. This week, we're going to learn about the success story of 3WM Software, a high-tech West Virginia company, and their CEO, Stephen Warner. Stephen, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready, Jim. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Stephen. 3WM Software is a tech startup with the mission of breaking down communication barriers. Using their own patent-pending technology, the company strives to create an eyeglass-mounted device that provides real-time audio and language interpretation at a tenth of the cost of a human interpreter. How cool is that? Co-founder and CEO Stephen Warner is a Morgantown native and will be graduating from WVU with a degree in computer science. Stephen is excited to launch his career and hopes that one day soon, he'll be able to deliver this helpful technology to the world. Stephen, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Sure, Jim. So um, I moved to Morgantown when I was about eight years old. Uh, That's about third grade. Um, and since then, um, I've been involved with, uh, the Boy Scouts of America. Um, I attended university high school where I was in band and I was involved in a few different, um, rock bands and things like that. Um, I got my Eagle Scout, in, uh, when 2010, in 2010. Um, and then, uh, I only applied to WVU because I knew that, you know, my heart's in Morgantown and that's where I wanted to go. Um, I've uh, had a lot of interesting uh, internships for computer science, um, and I've done a lot of different entrepreneurial stuff over the years, but this is definitely the thing that's been the most promising. Um, And uh, yeah, last year I had, I started my uh, senior design project, which is what uh, all computer scientists do towards uh, the end of their college career. Um, And that uh, was such a promising project that um, we've won a couple of different awards for it and stuff. And we we want to turn that into a business, um, and so we we filed an LLC, and we're me and my partner Jason Schaefer are really excited to get started with this. Awesome, man, Stephen. What would you say is the one thing you're most excited about for your company right now? Um, definitely, just uh, you know, getting done with college. Um, I I've loved coming to WVU, but you know, it's uh, after four years of just grinding through the books. Um, I really want to just be able to finally throw myself into my work um, and not have all the distractions of, you know, uh, just different things with school and stuff like that. Absolutely. That's very cool, man. So you graduate in May? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Steven, you know, you're a, you're a startup company. Mm-hmm. You and your business partner uh, are relatively new to this. Uh, what's your What's your worst business moment so far? I want, I want you to take us to that place and kind of tell us some of the, the pain that you've experienced because I think oftentimes those are some of the best lessons we can learn. Uh, sure. Um, well, so we could either talk about uh, in – I've got a really bad one from high school, um, but then uh, we can talk about one uh, from the actual company. Which one would be better? 
Yeah, either one. You pick. Sure. So back in high school, um, I was in a couple of rock bands, like I briefly mentioned. And um, besides just like being involved in music and it's kind of a crazy scene and stuff, um, there was this one experience I had. I was kind of the manager of the band, um, uh, even though I was also in the band. And we got an offer from a promoter in Pittsburgh to be a part of a metal festival. Um, we weren't really a metal band. We were more of an alternative rock band, but uh, we were really excited about it and stuff. Um, he, now, he wanted about $150 up front uh, for tickets and stuff. Um, and 150 bucks, that's a lot for anyone, but especially for a high schooler who <laughs> doesn't have a job. Um, but we ended up scrounging the money together and we were trying to sell the tickets to our friends at school and no one really wanted to pay 20 bucks and then have to drive up to Pittsburgh and stuff. So we ended up eating that cost. Um, worse yet, we go to Pittsburgh, we go to this metal festival and boy, it was just definitely not our scene. Like it was, it was a lot of older, a lot of older guys. Um, we, we got there and there was just a lot of like, uh, drugs around and stuff. And, uh, we ended up not even playing our set because we got a little bit freaked out and we, uh, just drove home. So that was definitely the worst entrepreneurial experience I've had. Total failure. Awesome. Awesome. First of all, Steven, I got to ask, what instrument do you play? Uh, I play electric guitar. Awesome, man. So from that experience, what would you say is your one takeaway? Um, definitely, uh, don't let excitement cloud your judgment. Um, I mean, we were really excited about that opportunity, but when it came down to it, um, not only was it a bad opportunity to like have to pay to play, um, at an event like that. Um, but you know, it wasn't our crowd and we ended up not even benefiting at all from it. Like we didn't sell any t-shirts or anything like that. So total failure. (laughs) Awesome. That's a great take. Great, great takeaway, man. From a from a total failure uh, to a lesson learned, and mm-hmm. I think it. Uh, you know what I gathered from that is you got to almost uh, learn how to stay in your lane, right? You know what your lane is and stay in it. Exactly. Awesome, man. Stephen, you know so when did when did your company get kicked off? What what was the the launch date of of, of 3WM Software? Um, so we filed our uh, papers with the LO, uh, our LLC papers in. October of 2017, I think. Um, yeah. And since then, um, we've been kind of like looking around for funding and different opportunities like that. Awesome. So talk to us, uh, talk to our audience a little bit about the, the, the software itself. I mean, it's, this sounds amazing. You know, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Sure. So the whole idea is, um, we're, we wanted to originally design a pair of smart glasses um, for people with uh, hearing disabilities. Um, and through like research and different stuff and uh, stuff that's available already, uh, we realized we could expand that to uh, translation. Um, what, uh, we're, what we're doing is we are creating, we have patented, uh, we have a patent pending on a device that just kind of clips on to a pair of, eyeglasses or just a pair of frames if you, if you don't wear glasses. Um, and that allows it, uh, captures audio, um, over Bluetooth, it'll send that to your phone. We've designed like a phone app. Um, and we stream that to Google's cloud services and that does most of the heavy lifting on the like, uh, speech to text and language translation stuff. Um, we get that back from Google and we put it on a little display that just sits in front of your eye. 
And doing all that stuff, we kind of get uh, real-time speech-to-text and language translation. And it works pretty well, honestly. That's amazing. So t- tell us a little bit about this, this patent-pending process. How did you go about uh, acquiring that? So definitely uh, WVU has helped us uh, helped us out with that a lot. Um, the there's a, a woman who works in the WVU libraries um, who helped me like do kind of a basic patent search for what was already uh, uh, taken and what we what directions we could go with different stuff. Um, and through talking to her and talking to um, a few other people in different departments, um, we ended up going with a provisional patent um, on the design of our hardware. Um, and that's been submitted. We're probably gonna do a second one because some of the changes we've made are outside of the original patent now. But um, then after we do that, then you can do a non-provisional patent. Um, and so yeah, we're, we're pretty excited about that. It was, it's definitely not a difficult process to file the non or to file the provisional. The non-provisional is gonna be a, a, bigger, a, a bigger ordeal, I think. Awesome. Stephen, I asked you a few minutes ago about your worst business moment. What would you say is your best business moment so far in your young startup career? Sure. So definitely um, we had already registered um, our business, um, and it was the end of last semester when we were doing our um, senior design uh, expo, which is where all of the senior design projects at at that semester um, do a big presentation like in the – in the engineering science building. Um, and we were kind of running behind because everyone had gone home for break and stuff like that. Um, and what happened with me and my co-founder, uh, Jason, we basically stayed up for, I don't know, two or three days straight. And we went from something that was barely working at all to something that was working really well. And, um, we were really proud of that, that we just got that done um, in such a short amount of time. Um, and then the presentation went great. Uh, we got a really good response from the university and all the people who attended. That was awesome. So that, what, what was the name of, was that a competition? Uh, no. So at the end of, um, so at the end of your computer science degree, you have to, um, do one of these senior design projects. It's like a capstone, kind of like, it's like a capstone yeah, project. Okay. It, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at the end, and then at the end they do like an expo, where everyone shows off like what they've been building over the course of the last two semesters. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Gotcha. That's very cool, man. So what, you know, with, with regard to, um, your company, what is, what would you say is your like 32nd elevator, elevator pitch, elevator speech to somebody, if you first meet, meet them and you want to tell them about three WM software, what do you say? Sure. So I usually start out with um, that, you know, there's a huge market in the world for language translation and uh, speech to text um, in real time. Um, 3WM software wants to provide that to people, um, people with, uh, with auditory disabilities and people um, who are traveling to other countries, who are international businessmen. Um, and we think that, uh, going forward into the future, uh, we want to like unite the world through, um, our software and our technology, break down those language barriers. Very cool, man. You've been practicing that. I could tell (laughs) great job. Well done. (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> Stephen, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you moved here to, to West Virginia at a young age. You're, you're living here in West Virginia. What would you say is the, the best thing about starting a business? And keep in mind, you're, you're a startup company, right? So what, what would you say is the best thing about doing business here in West Virginia? Um, yeah, I de- so yeah, I definitely moved here um, pretty young to this beautiful state. Um, and I got to say, maybe not expectedly, but the underdog mentality is definitely one of my favorite parts about founding a West Virginia company, especially in the tech sector. Um, we do have uh, a, a few tech companies here in West Virginia. A lot of them do government contracting and stuff like that. But um, I haven't found very many companies that are kind of doing what we're doing, trying to get on that startup boom. Uh, that's happening right now in West Virginia. So I kind of ha- we kind of have an underdog mentality, and I think that's um, keeps us, you know, really like on the edge and trying to push as hard as we possibly can all the time. Awesome, man! Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that, and it's uh, it's good to know. And I love, absolutely love seeing what you guys are doing and and taking that jump and that leap forward. And heck, you haven't even graduated. WVU yet you're still in college so I think that's really really awesome what you're doing what, what Stephen what share with us a little bit about the the vision long term for what you want to do uh, I mean this is such a cool thing you're doing right now but what's your long-term vision sure for the long-term vision of 3WM um, we really want to expand um, to help people with other sensory disabilities um, I think that with the expansion of like Uh, cloud technology, like I was talking about earlier with Google and stuff like that. Um, I think that a lot of the technology that's available for people with sensory disabilities is kind of based on like 20th century um, programming techniques and things like that. Uh, I really want to bring in the smartphone, bring in um, into the internet of things, things like that to really like make uh, people's lives better. Um, and so we, we've looked at a couple of different options of where we could go after we get um, this product launched. But uh, that's definitely the long-term goal, I think, just help lots of people. Oh, awesome. Yep. What's your biggest challenge in that regard? Um, I think trying to find funding. Uh, as I've talked to different people, um, apparently about, I don't know, 20 years ago or so, there was a lot of funding for um, people with sense, like to do like research and development for uh products having to do with sensory disabilities, but anymore people are so focused on, you know, wanting, you know, what's the latest and greatest app, um, who's going to be the next Uber and stuff like that, that kind of the money is sort of shifted away from that. And also like AI and things like that. Um, but so we, we're kind of trying to, even though we're really focused on helping people with disabilities, we're kind of trying to rope in that translation market. Um, to try to like diversify um, our uh, our audience and to try to get as as many people as possible try to get the funding um, from different places. Absolutely. What um, just out of curiosity, what what got you into creating this in terms of uh, that need for people with special needs? Um, well, so the story that I like to tell is when I was in uh, I'm a religious studies minor. Um, and in a couple of my classes, um, there were a few people with, um, uh, auditory disabilities. Um, and so we had an interpreter in front of the room all the time. And that was an interesting experience, you know, being taught by a normal professor and then having like the interpreter there. Um, 
And what I noticed, and it was just literally the last day of class and I, I feel a little bit bad, but I, as I was walking out from the final exam, I realized that, you know, um, I'd, I'd never actually gotten a chance to talk to any of the people in those classes. Um, and I felt really bad about that. And I felt like, wow, you know, I couldn't imagine going through college and having like, uh, just like a smaller group of friends and only being able to talk to people kind of like by, by like relying on someone else like that. So I, I, I really value my own independence and I wanted to give that to people with, um, different types of sensory disabilities. Wow. That is such an inspirational side story for this company. I mean, that, that's, that's profound, actually. So thank you for sharing that with us, Stephen. Stephen, I want to take a quick, quick pause here in our interview and, and recognize some of our uh, amazing sponsors. Uh, they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like 3WM and Stephen Warner and what, uh, what these guys are doing to not only uh, serve people with disabilities, but also with uh, interpretation of other foreign languages and so forth. All right, uh, Stephen, thanks for allowing me to take a quick pause there. I want, uh, I want to let, uh, let you have an opportunity to tell people, just in a couple of sentences, you know, when, when people hear your name or, or they meet you, what do you want them to know about what you do? Um, sure. So I guess uh, the thing that I like the people to know uh, is just, you know, I, I'm a nice guy. I want to, I, I want to hear people's feedback on what I'm doing and stuff like that. It's really important to me um, to be as open as possible. And so my company actually runs a, a blog about what we're doing. We want to be open and, and honest with people and get people's feedback. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I feel humbled a lot of the time because, you know, there's no one in my family uh, with a sensory disability. Everyone is pretty much from America and speaks um, English and stuff like that. So I couldn't imagine having to go through those types of challenges. So I'm always trying to get feedback on different stuff. Excellent, Stephen. Thank you. What's one piece of advice you would give to young uh, business owners or maybe somebody who's thinking about starting a company uh, in West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you would give to them? Um, I would definitely look into the Young Entrepreneurs Act. Um, I did an interview with the State Journal a few days ago about this. Um, but this was something that I used when I was starting my business. And um, rather than paying the initial startup fees for um, a company, um, you as a young entrepreneur, I think it's under 25 that you have to be to use this. Um, but you're able to start uh, a company and follow the paperwork for only $15. And so that really makes it, um, I think that's really great for the future of our state. Um, and I think that uh, that's definitely one of the places where West Virginia is kind of leading the charge with like young entrepreneurship. Awesome. And, um, is that, is there a website for that, Stephen? Um, if you Google, uh, young entrepreneurs act, it should be the first thing that comes up. Sometimes okay, it comes cool. up as just capital Y E A. Awesome. We'll, uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for anybody who wants to, uh, to check that out as well. Great, uh, great advice. Stephen, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, yeah, so I kind of started doing this during my senior design project last year. Um, but every morning I get up and I make a list of things that I just absolutely have to get done that day. And it doesn't really matter if 
um, like it's due today or it's due a week from now. It's just like, this is what I want to get done today. Um, and I don't let myself do anything for fun until, until that gets done. Great. I love that. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Uh, yeah, sure. There's a website called um, github.com. Um, and what GitHub does is so called, it's called version control. And for people who aren't familiar with like uh, software lingo and stuff like that, that's just like um, the ability to like save different versions of your code as you're working on it. Um, and that's definitely really important to our business. Um, they actually let us use their services for free because I'm a student. Um, and that's like, it would make me so much more difficult to work on code, um, between different people. If that, if that wasn't available. To us. Awesome. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, Steven, what's one book that you would recommend for aspiring business owners and entrepreneurs? Sure. So I, I uh, really like this book called Getting Things Done by David Allen. It's kind of like a, a businessy book. Um, and honestly, it can be a little bit dull at times, but um, it talks a lot about workflow, focus, and perspective. Um, and it kind of gets you used to um, talking in kind of business jargon. Um, I don't know that I would recommend reading the entire book cover to cover, but definitely skimming through it um, would be a huge benefit. And I'd like to recommend a podcast if that's okay. Absolutely. Uh, there's another podcast called Free Agents that I listen to often, um, and they talk about their experience. Um, they're more freelance journalists, but a lot of the stuff they talk about applies to all entrepreneurs. So I definitely would recommend that. Awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that stuff with us. I appreciate that. Stephen, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia, who would it be and why? Well, I'd love to talk to uh, Congressman McKinley about a few political things, but uh, more realistically, um, there's a the guy uh, John Chambers. He's the CEO of Cisco. Um, yeah. He's from Kanawha City, West Virginia, yep. and he's actually a WV alumni. And he uh, is in charge of this huge tech company now, despite uh, having a dyslexia. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe somebody uh, who's listening to this or reading uh, this in the State Journal or one of our other print publications will, will pass that referral on to you. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be incredible. And I would also say you probably would like to meet any kind of angel investors as, as well, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. Steven, uh, this has been awesome, man. Is there anything uh, as we close out here that you would like uh, our folks that are listening uh, to the podcast or, or reading about uh, this in one of the many publications that we're publicized in or published in, uh, you would like them to know about 3WM software in, in your company but that we haven't touched on yet. Um, yeah, well, we're doing a lot of development work right now. And so some stuff we can talk about and stuff, some stuff that we, uh, we can't talk about. Um, but if you want to follow us, uh, we have social media on uh, Facebook and Twitter and um, you can go to our website, and we run a blog. That's probably one of the most in-depth places to see what we're doing. Uh, we also what's have your, a newsletter. What's your, uh, what's your website URL, Stephen? That's just three, or the number three, wmsoftware.com. Awesome, and I'll make sure I have a link to, to that in the show notes as well. Awesome, man. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, I've really appreciated getting to know what you're doing. It's it's not only is it is it positive for our state and positive for our local community in Morgantown, but 
but man, you're you're making a big difference uh, out there, and I I wish you well. I, I wish you the best of luck, and just keep on doing what you're doing, man. It sounds like you're you're heading in the right direction. Thanks, Jim. I really appreciate that. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Stephen Warner and 3WM Software, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you all by sharing these awesome success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. Of course, we encourage you to share these stories too on your social media channels. Until next time, for Positively West Virginia, I'm Jim Matuga. 